Start. It's gonna be the first thing they hear when I fucking yeah. show up. <laughs> Was that on there? Yeah. Nice. Welcome back to the Man Cave Podcast, everybody. We are in here. It's just me. Welcome and John. back to the Man Cave Podcast, everybody. It's well, welcome <laughs> back to the Man Cave Podcast. There you go. There we go. It's me like and John. 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 <laughs> John's comfortable already. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought we were doing a little thing there. No. It was a thing. It got done. Uh, I got fucked. Yeah. George took my That's turn. That's what I like. Not the time and place. Took you no time. <laughs> took you all of fucking ten seconds. Should we play the intro music? No. Just vibe yeah. out real quick. No. Run it. Run it. I'm ready. Well, I'm wide open. Oh, shit, I pressed the wrong one. <laughs> You're a bastard. All right, go ahead. Throw some uh, lyrics on this, Larry. Wow, because I'm black, I yeah, can rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need some new material. That that's getting old. If it works, why do I gotta nah, switch it up? Nah. Hi, my name is what? My name is who? My name is Chicka Chicka Slim Shady. There you go. You, you always it? wanted to do that, huh? <laughs> you know? Yeah, that one in the chamber. Ah, feels good. Yeah. Yeah. Sunday. Hot chocolate is fucking seventy degrees Actually, outside. Yeah, this, this is uh, this is Cinnabon flavored coffee. There's no hot chocolate. Uh, uh, I respect that a little more. It tastes like I'm gonna have a fucking uh, fucking diabetes epidemic or something in my body in about 15 minutes. It's a lot of sugar. It's good, and you know we'll just continue. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's just fucking in the corner. We're like, tell me a little bit more. Ah, <laughs> uh, open. Eat a dick, George. Oh, that, that might be a new song, but. Mm-hmm. Anytime I feel lonely, I'll just press a button. I'll say that. Anyway, so we are back in the Man Cave podcast today, Larry, aren't Indeed. we? And Indeed we are with we are. a good friend of mine, John. You know, we met in the same place that me and Larry met. No, we didn't. Vitamin shop. Yeah. Worst. <laughs> worst place on earth. <laughs> Unless you're buying stuff. They got a good selection. But if you work there. Horrible. Yeah. I love how many Fuck times you, Jackie. we've actually... <laughs> Yeah, that I can get behind. That I can get behind. The amount of times that we shit on Vitamin Shop oh. on this podcast already is hilarious. We'll never get a sponsor. <laughs> Maybe we should go stop in GNC and see what that's yeah, like. Yeah, right. Feel I like remember I, I made a uh, Instagram video back in the day to try to be like the Vitamin Shop athlete. I remember that. And then I watch it now and I'm like, God, you are so cuck. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> Your squat like, form is terrible. You're not even hitting depth. Like <laughs> your, your, your rolls coming out the side. No wonder like, they didn't pick you. No wonder they picked that really jack shredded black guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, did y'all really meet at Vitamin Shop? Yeah, yeah. Wow. dude. And I remember the interview. But like, you know, we're always busy, right? We're always doing something. You know, we're never really just sitting around. Fast forward like two weeks. Me and him were watching Dragon Ball Z on the iPad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is chill. <laughs> Yeah, like, it used to be right. slow as shit in there sometimes, yeah, bro. Yeah. Like, sometimes it would be stupid busy, uh, and then there would be, like, this lull where I would fall asleep on the floor or something. I remember yeah, one time he went, like, bar hopping the day before we were supposed to work on a Sunday, and this guy shows up, like, hung the fuck over. He's just laying down on the floor, like, right next to the cash wrap. I'm kind of the register opening it up. You know how people start showing up early as shit? Yeah. And they're like... They look down on the floor. <laughs> There's what appears to be a dead body just hanging out at the cash register. And I'm like, no, no, we're close. Didn't, th- yeah. didn't think you'd be coming in so soon. <laughs> it's early. It's always the old lady coming in, knocking on the door five minutes early. Getting some dandelion. Yeah. 
You know who the worst crowd was? Some... Is like the Sunday after church people. Because uh, they just have no like mm-hmm. regard for you as a human being. Or it's just in there, just browsing. For they, they're in there browsing, but they're mad disrespectful. It's just like, dude, you just came from church. <laughs> You're coming <laughs> in here shit on me. They're like, you guys are sinners. <laughs> <laughs> I have repented. Fuck that. So, John, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. How'd you get into, what is it that you do exactly? You got to walk us all down that, that memory sure, lane. Sure, sure, Um, So, currently, I am a personal trainer, powerlifting coach, uh, owner, part owner, of half owner of a gym. Um, how I got here, um, you know, I went to college, the traditional route, like most people. I... You know, started getting into weight training my sophomore year, but by then I had already been enrolled in the Fox School business mm. because all my roommates were were doing that, and risk management and insurance was top five in the country, and <laughs> they had a hundred percent job placement. And I was like, "Well, shit, I don't know what I want to do, but doesn't sound bad. Hundred percent job yeah. placement sounds pretty good, <laughs> and if I have that, I'll make some pretty good money." Right. So, needless to say, I. Just, scraped by like just barely graduated um and then i ultimately had to go out and you know find a job of my own even though temple like promised like oh well we got all the jobs lined up for anyone that graduates through our program yeah. and i was like well that's not true fucking scam <laughs> yeah. yeah hated it while so i got a job at like a small insurance broker did that for like three months while I was doing that. I was like, I fucking hate this. I'm going to do like my personal training certification. And then once I did that, I was like, peace out. I'm going to do this. And several years later of, you know, getting mildly better at personal training, I have a gym now. What's the name of the gym? Endeavor. Endeavor. E-N-D-V-R. Is that like a My Hero inspired? No, but it is. It did cross my mind. Like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <fuck. laughs> That's a cool uh, name. But yeah, yeah. Someone's That's already hilarious. taken it. <laughs> Dude, I remember like uh, what, talking to him when we were working together. He started, he was like, yeah, I'm going to pursue like personal training, this, this, and that. I was like, cool. He was like, yeah, right now I start off, you know, in the gyms working with like old people, uh, but I'm going to work my way up to like single moms. <laughs> <laughs> Stacey, if you're tuning in, this is a lie. This is a fabrication. <laughs> I, was like, I did not say this. I like it. <laughs> a man with a plan. Yeah. I respect it. That's so crazy. Getting how- those mainline moms. <laughs> <laughs> You want to be a stay-at-home soccer dad? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's a dream. Oh, man. my God. <laughs> Yo, it's so crazy how everybody at this table worked at vitamin shop, but they went in there thinking, I got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, because I was taking, like, my real estate certifications and shit while I was working there, bro, and I was like, yeah, I can't do this shit anymore. Yeah. Well, I was, like, catering at that time while I was, like, searching for a personal training job, and I was making, like, 20-some dollars an hour catering, so I signed up for vitamin shop. I'm like, hey, I want to get... Store discount. Yeah. And I'll get protein cheaper, pre workout cheaper. Not that so much I, cheaper, though. I signed up for like part time. It's like they say 10 to 15 hours. 
They're freaking scheduling me like thirty hours a week. <laughs> yeah, and like I'm like, like canceling my catering hours because which like, doesn't make sense because he's making twenty dollars over there and over here he's making eight bucks. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't want to lose my discount. I don't want to get fired here. And like, but yeah, yeah. And George is at home making a schedule. Like John's gonna be fucking pissed when he sees the yeah. schedule this week. <laughs> hey, John, I'm on vacation. You're working with Jackie <laughs> every Two weeks in a row. Shift. Yeah. <laughs> What was the inspiration for you for um, getting your personal personal training certification and getting into bodybuilding, um, powerlifting, rather? So I played sports my whole life. Okay. Uh, I was a soccer player. I was pretty good. Um, Not good enough, right? Sitting here with us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Washed up. <laughs> no, I stole that from George. George has been shitting on me <laughs> for like a month because I didn't go to the NBA. So yep, here you are. I'm just rolling it over. But like I had like two knee surgeries in, in high school um, past year or so. I tore my Achilles and hamstring. So I've had a lot of injuries playing soccer. Yeah. But, you know, I always like, you know, doing things like physically. And I like challenging myself physically. But I hated running. And I never really, like, you know, you look at, like, a men's fitness magazine. You see the guy in front. He's, like, jacked. And yeah. you're, like, damn, I want to look like that. Yeah. And, like, I, I remember, like, being in elementary school, being, like, I want to be six foot. I want to have abs. I want to yeah. be jacked. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, not having anyone to, like, tell you, like, hey, you got to lift weights to do that. So I'm, like, oh, I'm just going to run. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, like. Polar opposite. I'm, like, no. And then I was, like, well, I hate running, so. Good thing I just picked this up. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, that's crazy, bro. But what got you into the powerlifting? I feel like you recently just started doing that a few years ago, right? Um, Yeah, so I started, I did my first meet in 2019. So I'd been lifting for maybe two or three years at that point. And I don't know, maybe I saw something on Instagram with like a powerlifter or something. And I was like, oh, shit, like. Let me try and do that. Like, yeah. and then I started thinking, like, oh, I want to squat this. I want to deadlift this. I want to bench this, and just like having those goals to like push myself towards mm-hmm. was like something that I was missing since like not playing a sport. Yeah, gotcha. So then I did my first meet, and like wouldn't say I loved it because powerlifting meets are five hours at the least. I've been at like ten hour meets. Jesus, but like, you finish it and you're like, all right, I just PR'd my squat by like thirty pounds or hit a bench PR. Yeah, and you're like, all right, I'll do this like maybe six months later or a year down the line, and you just kind of keep doing it. What the fuck is the <clears throat> what the fuck are you doing at a meet for five to ten hours? Like, <clears throat> so. What what even is it like? What what the fuck is it su- like supposed to do? So it's basically you train, and then you like prepare yourself for a meet, and it's kind of an environment to really test like your limits. Okay, you got spotters that are hopefully trained to like catch you if you fail. Um, you got judges to kind of judge, and you know. Sh- have standards to your lifts so that it kind of correlates to like your actual strength. Okay. Um, but the reason it takes so long is because let's say 60 people sign up and there, maybe there's four flights. So each flight has, I don't know, 12 to 15 lifters. 
So flight A will go first. Meet starts at 9. Weigh in at 7. Meet starts at 9. Flight A is going. So while flight A is going, flight B is warming up. Okay. So when A is done, B steps in, but then flight C is warming up. And that's just for squats. So after all they go and squat, flight A is warming up to bench, and then they start benching. Boom, 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 boom. So it's not like you know other sports where you know the clock's running and yeah. you just sub people in and out, and people are there for like two hours. Yeah, I don't know if it's football, maybe four hours, but it's a little more exciting. So you're just like sitting in the back, like eating. Chips, pretzels, <laughs> <laughs> peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, like right. trying not to fall asleep and trying to drink enough liquid so you don't cramp up and bomb out of a meat. So it must be like a lot of prep work for you going into those, like you're like staying hydrated for 48 hours or something like that. You have like a routine for those type of things. Um, me personally, I just kind of go in. Like, my training weight. Like, a lot of people might cut weight to, like, make it into a certain weight class. I don't really do that because I'm not, like, the best. If I was, like, top five and I was, like, competing for money, I might do it. But I'm just trying to lift as much as possible. So I'm not, like, water cutting or any of that stuff. So for me, I just go to sleep the night before, go in, (laughs) weigh myself, and (laughs) lift some heavy weight. The most casual competitive. Yeah, I was like, dead ass. Yeah, throw a couple other 45. Let's wow. see what happens. First couple meets, I didn't sleep the night before. Ah. Didn't seem to matter, but. How did you do with the first meet? Uh, pretty well. So I ended up with like a 606 deadlift. Squat at 529, which was a little below what I probably could have did, but I was dealing with like quad tendonitis, the oh, yeah. whole prep, because I didn't really know how to. Yeah. Properly train. I was kind of just overtraining. My knees were like, I couldn't even demonstrate a bodyweight squat <laughs> to any of my clients. I was just like, you show me a bodyweight squat. That looks good. All right, class. That's that's what we're doing. <laughs> and bench, I did like three thirty six, which was like pretty good PR because in training I only did like three fifteen. Yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he said he squat five twenty nine. Like, is that yeah? The but I weight? was like two fifty five at the time. Even still, you're doubling got, like, your fucking body I weight. I got fourth place, so I was like, I was like, damn, man! Oh, I thought I was kind of strong. What the fuck are y'all elephants? Like, who's squatting that much? It's just big dudes that like have been lifting since they were twelve, and <laughs> <laughs> just like, all right, I want to do powerlifting, and then. By the time they're like twenty, they're squatting like six, seven hundred pounds. God damn! And are you are you like doing extensive reps, or are you just going in like one or two, just showing that you got good form and that you can hold the weight in a meet? Yeah. So in a meet, it's just one rep. Okay. You get three attempts at the squat, the bench, the deadlift, and that's it. If you miss a lift, let's say you open up at a certain weight, you miss it, you can't go down. You gotta hit it. <laughs> yeah, I, you see it all the time. Yo, People doing crazy. their first meet and they're like, oh, I hit this in training. I'm gonna like taper. All this training fatigue's gonna go away. And I'm gonna open it what I hit in my training and I'm, and I'm gonna PR by like 50 pounds. And then they go in the meet, they try to hit it, and then they just bomb out. Because that's not how it works. What the fuck? 
it's like, okay, I hit me. It's like, all right, I hit, let's say 500 pounds in training. I might open up at like four, I don't know, 450 to 470. And then my second attempt will be in that 500 pound range. And if that goes good, now we're looking at a PR, maybe hmm. like 520. Why though? Why, why do you, like, you feel like your body needs to warm up? Like how, do, how does that work from a physical a little standpoint? Bit. So like you kind of got to like get your warmups right. So you got to prime your body. It's yeah. like hit that top end. But like, your body can only do so many max effort lifts. Mm. So if you open up like, let's say like 98% of your max, you're not going to be able to go to a hundred and then above. But if you start at like 92, then you go to like 96, 97. And then you're looking at like, you could go a hundred, maybe a little bit more. Is that, is that why like when people are working out, they usually recommend that you like you start Maybe like if, like if let's say you're benching, you start at like 150 and then decrease the reps, but increase the weight for the next couple of sets. Like what's the what's the uh, the method here? Was that, that kind of like pyramid pyramid sets? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just kind of like a way that people like to train. It's not better or worse. Okay. Um, personally, I don't really do that. I kind of stick to like maybe top sets, straight sets, or I'll do like ascending sets where I'll do a set of five at this weight. Then I just kind of add a little bit of weight, do a set of five, do a set of five until I hit like one or two sets that are like moderately challenging. Okay. And I'm like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> and that's powerlifting. Like you don't want to like kill yourself. You're like, all right, let me work up to one pretty tough set, hit that, drop some weight, get some good reps, and then that's it. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. Whereas bodybuilding is like, I'm going to crush myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be able to move my arms above my head to shampoo my hair. Oh, So that was me. what I was going to ask, like the difference between a bodybuilder and a power lifter. Like, well, how would you differentiate the two? Um, So for the most part, just overall training stress. So a power lifter is lifting much heavier loads. So the amount that they're able to do and recover from is less. So if you look at a elite power lifter, they might only do like six sets of squats a week. Okay. And then as far as like leg accessories, if you're looking at me, I don't really do anything else <laughs> <laughs> because it affects my knees. Like yeah. My knees can only bend so many times a week with weight before they start acting up. Whereas a bodybuilder, they're working a lot lighter. They're kind of just, they're working the muscle rather rather than the movement. Gotcha. So they might end up doing like 12, 15 sets of quad work a week. Jesus. Because they're trying to define. Right? That's, what, that's the, where they go. Well, they're just trying to get as muscular as possible. Yeah. Which powerlifters are too, to an extent. But they're not optimizing that hypertrophy. At the expense of strength, who would, if that makes sense. Who would you say is stronger? Like a bodybuilder and a powerlifter walk in the gym. Who's outworking the other guy? Who's outworking? Yeah. Bodybuilder. Okay. 100%. Because they're they are doing it longer during, throughout the week? Um, they have more sessions per week, most likely. They are more rigorous with their nutrition. 
on average. I'm not going to say everyone, but they're doing more sets, training, closer to failure. Um, yeah, and that's the the rest a, periods are probably a lot shorter. So a powerlifter might be waiting three to five minutes between sets. A bodybuilder, if they're doing fucking bicep curls, they might even be do, doing like 30 seconds rest. Like their arms almost popped. <laughs> they put the weights down. They caught they caught their breath, and then they picked the weights yeah. up again, and they're yeah. going. Like, they're yeah. masochists. <laughs> <laughs> what got you into training for uh, a powerlifter? Did somebody come to you, or did you seek somebody else? Like, um, Well, the gym I was working at, there was kind of like an old, the old guy was owning it, and he had done powerlifting. So he kind of, like, nudged people into powerlifting. Okay. I wouldn't say his influence influenced me into powerlifting. Mm-hmm. I kind of already, you know, wanted to do that before him. Yeah. Um, like I said, I think it was just I saw something on YouTube or Instagram. And I was like, I, I'll do that. Like nothing, nothing <laughs> crazy. It was like, this is a sport kind of. Yeah. Not really. Like, but it's something competitive that I can like push myself towards yeah. and that speaks volumes about you, though. Like, most people would probably be freaked the fuck out trying to do something like that. You just roll out of bed and, like, oh, I'm going to fucking get big as shit. Saw that video yeah. last night on a Tuesday. <laughs> I think I'm going to start doing that. Yeah, like, <laughs> God damn. The second I started lifting weights, I was like, I want to be Ronnie Coleman. <laughs> Is that like, um, who, who's Ronnie Coleman? I don't, I don't know. The One of the greatest bodybuilders of all time. Just okay. big, jacked. Black dude who's like crippled. Oh, he's black. Let's go. Of course he is. (laughs) I mean, Ronnie. Yeah, that's a giveaway, but I want to assume, you know. (laughs) You're going to look mad ignorant for not knowing who he is after when we're posting this. Listen, bro, we got enough episodes where I didn't say some (laughs) bullshit. (laughs) My fact checking be fucked up. That's all good. You know, that's all we hear. That's right. (laughs) To educate. The thing that I see on the internet a lot is the um, sumo deadlifts or cheating. What the hell is that? So explain what a sumo deadlift is and then tell us why people are like, oh, it's okay, a sumo right deadlift. That's kind of... Stand up a little bit. So yeah. basically there's a deadlift. Okay. There's conventional and then there's sumo. So conventional is probably the one you think in your head is a deadlift. You stand up, your feet are close together, you bend down, pick it up. Yeah. Sumo, you're like... Wide stance. Wide stance. Kind of like... Dick hanging. Yeah. Dick dick hanging. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Deep anal position. <laughs> oh, um, now I get what you're saying. <laughs> Perfect analogy. Yeah. <laughs> so so why is that considered cheating? Is it because their stance is wider, it gives you more support or something? Like what's the So fuck? it's considered cheating because most people, especially like lighter weight lifters, females, people that are under like five eight, okay, are going to have a biomechanical advantage in the sumo deadlift because they don't have to pick the weight up as far. Yeah, taller lifters probably don't have the same advantage because our femurs are longer, our hips are further from the bar, and we're not going to be as upright in that starting position. But usually, like really elite sumo deadlifters are going to be 
elite at conventional as well. They're just built for it. They got long arms that touch their knees when they're walking. <laughs> they can basically scrape their knuckles on the ground. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. be good at deadlifting. It's always funny because, like, I will see, like, a TikTok video come up where this dude's, like, deadlifting 600 pounds. And then I'll go to the comments and be like, mm, too bad it was a sumo deadlift. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, this guy just lifted 600 pounds. And people are like, mm, I mean, I'm a man, count. so I pull conventional, but. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Bro, the world is so but toxic. I got, I got friends that pull sumo. I'm cool with them. It's, <laughs> it's not cheating. It's it's in the rules. You're allowed to do it. And if you can lift more, you know, if I could pull sumo and lift more than I do conventional. I would mm. because I hate to lose. I want to win more than I care about being gay. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting it to go there. Bro. There's the job Sorry, quote homies. of the day. <laughs> I want, yo, I'm going to put it on a t shirt. <laughs> I want to win more than I want to be gay. Like, Like, well, I would hope so. I mean, you said you had a girlfriend, but yeah, that's a cool. You, you never know. <laughs> I said to my girlfriend, I was like, I'll probably have a couple funny, funny quotes at the end of this. Yeah, no, that Number was one. hilarious. <laughs> so George had a great question here. Uh, he said, um, you, you also do personal training for just a regular everyday guy, right? Mm -hmm. What's that transition look like if somebody said, oh, I want to get into powerlifting? Is there like a special kind of training that they go through? Is it a hyperbolic time chamber or something? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know, you, get, you assemble the Dragon Balls, uh, <laughs> summon Shenron, and then yeah. make a wish. Right. And then the person just comes out just ready to lift some heavy weights. And sticks a needle in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> No, there's nothing like drastic, like any person that I'm training, I'm working some variation of squat. I'm working some variation of a press. I'm working some variation of a deadlift. It could be trap bar deadlift, could be conventional deadlift, could be a block pull, could be an RDL. Um, so it won't be like super foreign. The only difference is if you're doing powerlifting, you might just start doing less of other things. Okay. Because if you're coming to train with me for an hour and, you know, there's not really a lot of time to do everything else, like squat, bench, deadlift, they take a good amount of time because you got to warm up, you're getting to heavier weights, um, and those things, you know, take time. They're more taxing, um, and you got to kind of manage those stresses a little bit more versus if they just come in it's like, all right, we're just going to do some push-ups. And I have them do you know, five sets of push-ups until their triceps are pumped up and their mm -hmm. chest is blown up. And it's like, that took five minutes. Yeah. Whereas if you're benching and then say they're really strong and they're getting up to 300 pounds, they got to go, you know, they got to bench the bar, they got to, Bench 135, 185, 225, 275, and then get to 300. Yeah. By that, so by that, and then you got to do the rest of your sets. Mm -hmm. So by the time you're done that, it's like 30 minutes. Yeah. yeah. For, I mean, you seem like a pretty well-rounded guy physically. Does that not? Yeah, you do. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I was like My thinking. balls are well-rounded. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking as I said that shit. I'm like, oh, this is not going to land well. <laughs> no, but like um, when you... Uh, 
when you're helping people work out like that, does it create like some sort of like imbalance? Because um, I mean, like you sound like you're only working like a specific kind of like exercises. So I said like you're going to do the other stuff less. So you're still doing okay. the other stuff. Okay. And there's a misconception that like, you know, imbalances are created by doing like bench more. Yeah. Um, most people are already imbalanced. <laughs> like I'm sure you lean to one side, you got one leg where you're like, oh, I think that's a little bit longer. Yeah, that ball yeah. hangs a little over the Yeah. That's always <laughs> yeah. the right one. <laughs> Your scrotal <laughs> side to side differences imbalanced yeah. Yeah. all around. You tilt to one side, I'm sure you got a little curve to the right. <laughs> so most people are already imbalanced. And it's not like you got to do twice as many rows as presses so that your shoulders don't hurt. When you'll find, you know, those old school guys that preach that, they're doing twice as many rows as they bent, as they press and their shoulders don't work. They're, they used to bench 500 in high school. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of the person that says that. Really, every muscle has, for each individual, has like a top end amount of work that it can handle. So just don't go above that. Yeah. And you'll probably be fine. Probably. Probably. <laughs> Can't make any guarantees. Yeah. Some people are just soft, you know. Does, <laughs> does the uh the diet switch up for that person? Do you recommend they start eating more of a certain type of like more carbs and protein like or not really? So that depends on the client goal, right? Mm -hmm. So if you have a client who wants to lose weight, well for the powerlifting, like if they wanted to be like, "Hey, want to start doing powerlifting." Um I mean, I, I don't really like give too much diet advice because, for one, you know, it kind of puts me in a position where if I say something and then it doesn't work, yeah, you were then wrong. I'm like, then I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. Even though like that may not happen, they may sneak into the cover and eat yeah. a bag of M and M's that they don't track into their app. Yeah. And then <laughs> I'm laughing because my fiance is personal training and then she's like. Scruffing shit down sometimes. Uh -huh. and I'm like, you gonna track that? She's it's like, like you put it, you bought, you if get a I bowl didn't of put chips, it in the, yeah. in the phone, you I didn't grab it. a couple extra <laughs> chips out of the bag that you're not counting, you know? Yeah. But like, I give like broad suggestions, like try to eat, eat a good amount of protein. So try and you have protein with every meal. Um, just try to eat like whole foods. So like potatoes, sweet potatoes. Yeah. Um, I say, Rice in moderation because we can all fuck up a, a bunch whole of rice. bag of rice. Yeah, like a thousand calories worth of rice, like that's nothing. To me. Yeah, <laughs> a thousand calories of potatoes, you're gonna be in sick. a coma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's actual vegetables, real. fruit, like just like if you're hungry, eat and trying to get these like fruits, vegetables, protein. Since we're talking about diet shit, y'all were talking about proteins earlier. Do you feel like they're bullshit? Because I, I actually saw like some pretty good gains. I don't know if it was just because I was eating three or four times a day in addition to taking like protein after working out. Like, mm -hmm. what's your like general, I guess, advice for people as far as like mass gainer and all this other bullshit? So mass gainer is different. Okay. I wouldn't tell anyone to get mass gainer. Why? Because it's just. It's protein powder mixed with, like, just essentially starch, like starchy okay. sugar. It's, like, just a powder that digests really quickly. 
just like elevates your blood sugar so that you're like maybe happy for like 20 minutes and then you crash. Okay. And then it probably just sits in your intestine and your shit breaks. Like if you want mass gainer, get a protein shake, mix it with some milk, whole milk. Yeah. Get a big box of cereal, get the biggest bowl you can find. Pour that cereal in that bowl with the protein shake. Oh, that that'll disgusting. be What are you talking about? Cinnamon Toast Crunch <laughs> with a vanilla protein shake? That shit is money. Oh, well, vanilla. Yeah, I like chocolate, so, you know. Well, I bet you. Vanilla, oh, vanilla works better in the cereal game. <laughs> yeah. Chocolate <laughs> is better on its own. Okay. Yeah. Not as valid. Um, so, I mean, I was taking, like, um, up your mass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got big as shit, but I also got fat as shit. So I don't know. So you, you're probably like just eating too many calories. Yeah, I think so. Overall, I, you know, protein is fine. It's a supplement, right? Yeah. It works, but it's just protein. Yeah. Two scoops of protein is 50 grams of, or two scoops of protein is 50 grams of protein. But it's like 200 calories. Yeah. Most people that want to gain weight need to eat over 3,000 calories. Like, that's too. You that's need 2,800 more calories. After in the day yeah. to gain some weight. That's two more stops at Popeye's shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're eating Popeye's, you got no problem gaining weight, I'll tell you that. That ass. Biscuits, heavy as shit. Let's start talking about uh, your gym. You just opened oh, it? Shit, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, what do you want to know? One of the things that I thought about like when you're opening a gym is like, what are some must-haves that you was like, oh, my gym needs to have this? So... In terms of must-haves, insurance. Got to be responsible. Got to get the insurance. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, for sure. No, but as far as, like, equipment, you want barbells, plates, racks, um, just because the stuff you can do with a barbell yeah. is close to unmatched. And then dumbbells. So we got a bunch of racks. They also have cable stacks on them. Because mm. um, I... I think cables are very important. You can do arm work. You can do, you can do back work. Yeah. You can do presses, chest work, flies. Um, you have a lat pull down. Do you have a Smith machine? No. <laughs> I would love a Smith machine, but I don't know if there's room for a Smith machine. What about treadmills? You don't, you're not a cardio guy. Who's like, oh, just that. run your ass to my gym and then we'll start working. <laughs> I'm not a cardio guy, but I've been trying to get more steps in a day. I just tell my people to walk more. We have an assault bike, so if you like for a warm up, I might put them on for five to ten minutes, or at the end of a workout, um, if they're looking for a little bit of cardio, I might, you know, kill them on the bike a little yeah. bit. But our gym's Pretty small, so there's not like a ton of room for a treadmill. Like a treadmill in there would take up like a huge chunk of space. That's true. So ultimately, people that are coming to us are trying to learn and get better at, you know, lifting weights, getting stronger, building muscle. Everyone knows how to walk. Everyone knows how to run. Barely. You don't need to come to my gym to walk on an incline for 30 minutes. Yeah. Walk outside. Get some sun. Your gym's for men. (laughs) (laughs) We probably have like 10% men, 90% women. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. I mean, like as a personal trainer, I would say generally speaking, 
most of your clients will be women. Do you think it is because guys are like, yeah, I can figure out how to work out? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Guys do not take instruction <laughs> as well. Not saying all guys. I've had some great male clients that do listen very well. But overall, like women are more like they know when they don't know. So they'll go in a gym and be like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. You teach me. And I don't care if I'm spending money for you to help me. Yeah. Whereas guys are like, I'm not spending shit. I'll watch this YouTube video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael uh, Hearn, <laughs> the natural on how to get jacked. That's literally me, bro. Yeah. When I started working, I was looking at everything on YouTube. Uh-huh. I was like, uh, well, that was me. Dude. Yeah. I learned a lot on YouTube. Oh, my God. I kind of wish I had got a personal trainer. I feel like I could have jumped the learning curve. I had to learn a lot of shit and unlearn a lot of shit, too. But. Don't get me wrong. The I got my NASM personal training certification. So there's tons. You got yeah. an orgasm personal training? What? NASM. Oh, orgasm? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So what kind of fucking yeah. certification is that, bro? I'm certified. <laughs> <laughs> Inappropriate. <laughs> no, but there are, you could get a weekend course and be certified personal trainer. Okay. That's like not that. what I did. I don't like but that. I went through NASM, which is National Academy of Sports Medicine or something like that. Okay. So anyone that's like actually knows something about training and shit knows that NASM is terrible. Like, but I didn't know at the time. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. NASM so walking I was around like, all shit, pride. foam rolling yeah, is yeah. the shit. <laughs> I will correct the fuck out of your posture <laughs> with a foam roller. <laughs> So much time wasted, oh, but, fuck. you know, it's part of the learning. You yeah. learn, I, w- I would say I was better than 80% personal trainers right off the bat because yeah. I had a pretty good base, but looking back, I'm like, ah, I have one client, started trainer when she was, like, middle school. She was- Middle school? Yeah. She was the stiffest human being I have ever met, Teresa. It's you, Teresa. <laughs> she could not do a bodyweight squat. And it took years because like, I was like, oh, let's just stretch. Let's, let's try and stretch this <laughs> yeah. mobility out. Eventually, you know, I just got older and wiser. And I just gave her the heaviest weight. Like a kettlebell? Like the heaviest kettlebell. Okay. And I just put it in her hand, hands. And I was just like squatting. And it just went whoosh. <laughs> the weight of that kettlebell made her squat. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I wasted all this fucking time. <laughs> I'd be glad you didn't drop her spawn out of her ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like she was she was muscular. Okay. Like she, she's always been a little bit muscular. Got you. So I think that's what it was. Like she, you know, maybe more physically developed than other girls her age. So when she's running and doing running like five miles because she played field hockey, she would get these muscular injuries okay. that she wouldn't rehab properly, and I think they would just kind of make her stiffer and stiffer and stiffer. And then over time, she just she'd roll her ankle walking, taking the wrong step. Like, oh, <laughs> but she's better now. Uh, yeah, I and know. She just competed, did very well, squatted two forty two, benched one thirty two, deadlifted three hundred three. Yeah. And she's 17 now. That's fire. Shit. At like four foot ten. At 17, <laughs> I didn't even know what the fuck a weight was. 
And somebody told me to wait my ass outside. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Yeah. Fuck you, George. Now, can we talk about steroids a little bit? Yeah, talk about steroids. How do much you- do you take? <laughs> <laughs> I take a gram of trend. I take a gram of creatine. Mix it with some fentanyl. Yeah. Been <laughs> there fucked up. Not like, do you see that a lot in the uh, powerlifting scene? Um. So and we don't, we don't want to get you shot or anything. We no, no, no. out of here. So obviously, steroids are illegal. So you could kind of speculate who's taking them because if you're in powerlifting, there's tested and there's untested. Okay. Tested is basically the assumption that you don't take steroids. Now there are people that take steroids that go into tested powerlifting. But that's not to say that it's a large majority. Okay. And usually the ones that do are pretty me- mediocre lifters, and they never get tested because you know they're not strong enough for them to be like, eh, let's spend money drug testing <laughs> yeah. this guy who squatted under 500 pounds. <laughs> but there's untested where it's like you're competing against people that can take whatever they want. Yeah. So it doesn't make sense if you're not taking steroids to compete Against these, in, yeah. against these guys. Yeah. So if you're competing untested, it's it's kind of assumed that you're taking something. Do you know the guy Liver King? I do know the guy Liver King. Yeah. Did you know that he was on steroids before? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> My man he doesn't have an ounce of body fat. Everything on him. that he wasn't. He looked like a it. fucking lobster, bro. He was red as shit. He looked like anchor arms <laughs> from SpongeBob. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, my man would lie to you until he was blue in the face. Like, I'm, I swear to God, I'm natural. That I, is. I, don't, I don't take any of that. Because it's, you lose money if you tell people you're on steroids. Of course. Because people are gullible. And if you tell them that you achieved this amazing physique without the use of steroids, people could be like, well, I want to look like that. Yeah. And you did it naturally? And then they'll buy all your shit thinking yeah. that it's going to get them what you have, and it's just not. Yeah. So you look at someone like me, yes, I'm very strong, but I'm also pretty fat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but it makes me stronger for my sport. So could I be a little bit leaner and as strong as I am? Yes, but I like cookies. I like Chinese food. I, <laughs> I like pizza, and I have a little bit of extra fat. But people don't you know, resonate with that. They don't want to to be fluffy. Yeah. They want to be cut up. They yeah, want their head. look like Brad Pitt from Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he was probably suffering. Like his libido was probably down. Or if he was on steroids, maybe he was fine. But, you know, being that lean yeah. for a lot of people is not healthy. I've heard that. I've heard that people who are training for like these Hollywood movies and shit are like fucking miserable by the time they're done. Because of like the the pressure and the stress that you're putting on your body, probably mad dehydrated as well. They're probably yeah, and they got probably schmuck fitness gurus that put them on this restricted (laughs) diet where it's like, like you ever seen that video where I'm? It's like a parody of a guy who's doing a bodybuilding show, and he's like, "All right, so today I woke up for breakfast. I had fish and a rice cake. Then I went to the gym." Had some fish. A little bit later, had fish in a rice cake. <laughs> <laughs> and he just keeps saying, he's like, next meal is fish. Then I had fish 
and a rice cake. <laughs> and it's just like, it makes fun of like this disordered eating patterns of bodybuilders where they think like you have to eat like fish because it makes your, your skin thinner and rice cakes because that's the only carbs that you're allowed to have. Where it's like, you could eat potato chips and do a bodybuilder show. It doesn't make sense because, you know, you're, you're going to be hungry. Yeah. So you want to fill up with foods that'll make you feel a little bit more full. But you can eat whatever you want and do and get as lean as you want. Okay. But the amount that you eat is going to shrink. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want a Reese's cup, uh. it's going to impact, like, how much you eat. If you only have 1,500 calories a day to eat and you want Reese's cups, you're going to be looking at chicken breasts. You're going to be looking at fish and rice cakes for the rest of the day. <laughs> Yo, that's such fucking common sense. I don't know why I never really thought about it. Like if you want if you want to be healthier, you eat things that are less in calories but are more filling, right? Like uh, couscous and shit like that. Yeah, because these foods tend to have more fiber, more protein, so they'll fill you up. Yeah. They'll kind of regulate your... Your, blood sugar. your bowel movements, oh. your blood sugar, all these things. They got, you know, antioxidants and vitamins and minerals that, you know, your body needs to be healthy. And, you know, all that junk food doesn't have that. Yeah. So you eat it and it's loaded in fat and carbs. And then you're done. And you're just kind of like, hmm, I kind of want some more. <laughs> now I want ice cream. Oh, yeah. That's a fucking slippery slope, bro. You bust that ice cream open. I might as well eat that whole goddamn thing. Bro, they'd be like, oh, here's this little container. You're you supposed to eat a scoop. <laughs> See, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good. Cause right now, like, I'm not hungry very often because I have to, because I'm pretty heavy. For... Well, what do you normally eat on a day to day? So for breakfast, I'll eat like beef and rice with like some eggs. Mm-hmm. And I have like raspberries and blackberries for like some fruit on the side. Then for lunch, I have like rice and turkey. And I'll have like carrots and an orange. And later, maybe I have a snack with like an apple. Oh, your maybe diet's a protein boring shake. As fuck. And then dinner is whatever my girlfriend makes. And usually that's a little more lively, like salmon and green beans and yeah. potatoes. <laughs> that's but, lively. I thought yeah. you were going to say like a cheesesteak or something. <laughs> fuck. No, that's reserved for weekends. <laughs> I had pizza last night. That reminded me, you remember uh, Chris from Better Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I still talk to him a little bit. Do you? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember Remember they had the, the mac and cheese protein shits. Uh-huh. And then he would get, like, the ostrom sticks and chop them up and put them in yeah. the mac and cheese and microwave it. And you were like, what is this, prison food? <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, would take, like, the dry oats and just... Throw just them eat them. back. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you're just eating dry oats? Well, he was big. Yeah, big that guy. boy was big. Big guy. Uh, fuck that. Are there certain, like, I know I hear you saying that you're eating all this healthy shit. Is there, like, certain foods that you eat to help build testosterone? I hear that's kind of, like, super important for yeah. muscle building. I mean, I got a beard. I you squat full. 700 pounds. My junk works. Like I feel like my testosterone's full fine. Tea. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say full, but I got enough. Okay. <laughs> nah, like I always see that like when I'm like YouTube and shit and it they'll come up like, oh why why men's testosterone is at an all time low and all this all other stupid ass shit. So I was just wondering like 
how big of a factor does that play? And do people talk about that in like your circle? Um, <clears throat> people taking tea booster or whatever the fuck that uh, is called. Not too many people that I know talk about it. Okay. But like it's all over the internet. Yeah. Um, you got people like Derek, more plates, more dates. Uh, plates, Greg Doucette. And they're all talking about, you know, TRT. And it kind of fills people's minds into thinking that you need to take testosterone to feel better and yeah. whatever and blah, blah, blah. When it's like, you need to fix the rest of the shit in your life. Yeah. You need to work less. You need to eat better foods. You need to exercise. You need to go to the gym. That is exercise. You need to sleep more. <laughs> you need to get off once in a while. Uh, you can't be stressed. If you don't sleep, like testosterone or something, like say you get a blood test and your testosterone comes comes down, it's like it's low. You could have had the shittiest week of eating, sleeping, um, whatever. And that impacts like your, you test- your yeah. testosterone. You go in the next week, get your blood tested again. You have the best week of sleep. You eat good. You're exercising. Your testosterone could be completely fine. So, like, people will take one test and be like, I want I want TRT. Because everyone just wants to be on steroids. Yeah. Because steroids are fun. They, they make you jacked. They make you leaner. They make you hornier. They make me want to go get some shit. <laughs> and then you're <laughs> stuck pinning your ass for the rest of your life. And you're fucking 50 years old, and you still got to do that shit. Now you're getting older, and your immune system's worse. And now you're more likely to get an infection because you're sticking needles in your butt every day. Yeah. People don't think about that because they're 20 years old, and they want to look good on a beach. Well, girls can get BBLs. We can do that, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's a different conversation. But there's uh, workouts that naturally boost your testosterone, too, right? Like, from what I heard, isn't it, like, squats and deadlifts and stuff like that can help boost your testosterone levels? So I'm not too, like, familiar. But, like, I've heard that, like, heavy compound lifts will acutely raise testosterone. But, like, it's very acute and it's very quick. So it it doesn't really, like, change, like, your natural testosterone. Weight training in general, like... Being leaner, having more muscle mass will do more for your testosterone. So, like, if you want to increase your testosterone, get leaner, build muscle, eat good foods. You need a little bit. You need the right amount of fats. Fats are good for hormones. Uh, You know, a lot of of people will eat these low-fat diets, and a lot of people will eat these high-fat diets. Don't get me started on the high-fat diets. But if your fats are too low, you know, you might feel, like, pretty beat down. Yeah. Because you're hormonally off balance because, you know, your body needs a certain amount of fats a day to operate. Right. Just like it needs a certain amount of carbs every day to operate and a certain amount of protein to operate. Everything works synergistically. (laughs) What were you going to say? No, but to circle back, because you're saying that a large percentage of your uh, clientele is women. (laughs) Did you just sniff the mic? <laughs> Is John was here before me. Uh, yeah, John's a freak. Do you think, do any of them be like, oh, I don't want to lift weights because I don't want to look like a guy. I don't want to put on that much muscle. Because that's oh, that's a stigma that women think, start start lifting weights. I'm going to get bulky. I'm going to get big. I don't want to look like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So luckily, most of my clients 
don't feel that way. But I have encountered plenty of people that, you know, believe that if they lift weights, they'll get bulky mm-hmm. and they'll look like a bodybuilder. And I have to tell them that I dedicate every single day of my existence to getting as big, strong, and jacked as possible. And I only look like this. <laughs> How the hell do you expect to look like me or even bigger than me when I can't even do that? <laughs> so shut the hell up and start fucking picking up some heavy weight. Bro, I'm That's fucking dying, like You bro. think you're going to lift a couple weights and you're going to be bigger than... Bigger than the man that's been doing this for years. And yeah, because they'll see like these women bodybuilders yeah. that are like really jacked, but they're on steroids too. Mm-hmm. Like women can take steroids too. It's not a good idea, but they, it's not a good idea for anyone, yeah. but they do. And they just think that's what they're going to look like. That click going to turn into a dick. You got to start shaving every morning. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my name is Greta. <laughs> Did you get bullied at all when you were growing up? At least not knowingly bullied. You know? <laughs> what the fuck? What, that yeah, what like? the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> you know how guys are. Guys pick on each other okay. like to make themselves right. like, like, look, look at this curly haired motherfucker. <laughs> so either I was ignorant to the bullying or I never got bullied. I don't think I got bullied, but who knows? Yeah. You know? Do you think now that you're bigger, you're more like, are you more or less aggressive towards other guys? So I've I've never been aggressive. No. Period. Like except for in sports. Okay. Because I hate to lose. Yeah. So I will (laughs) (laughs) I will run through your chest. Yeah. And I will try and break your body to win. Like I don't care. But normal normal life, like I remember this one story in like not one story. It was me. So I remember like, hey, somebody like, told me called a memory <laughs> of his a story, <laughs> but like I didn't see it happen, but my friend did. So I was at a, a party and like this guy was wearing a Dallas Cowboys jersey. Oh, and like when I'm drunk, I'm happy as can be. I'm like grinning ear to ear. My eyes are like, like slanted. Like I can barely see. And I'm like talking to this guy and like, we're cool. And I kind of, like, gesture, like, because I guess we're done the conversation. I gesture, like, give him, like, a handshake or whatever. And then I see that he's wearing this Dallas Cowboys jersey. And then I go, I'm not shaking your hand. <laughs> <laughs> like, as a fucking joke. Yeah. It was like, yeah. I go to Temple. It's Philadelphia. You're wearing a Dallas Cowboys jersey. Like, subtle to me. Like, oh, this is fucking hilarious. <laughs> to him, like, I'm, I'm already, like, going over that, like, turned around, not even looking at him, like, my friend's like, dude, his friend's like holding this, holding him back. Like he's trying to fight you. Like he was really what? upset with that. And I'm like, oh, fuck damn. the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. No, nah, like, I was just joking, but I guess he's a little butthurt. Were you a big dude back then? Um, So I was pretty, I was like 215 all through college. You were a big fucking dude. And like, like I started lifting sophomore year. So I kind of got, went from like, a little bit chunky to, like, leaner. And then by senior year, it's funny, I tried to get into <laughs> to this party, and, like, this kid was like, oh, you on the football team? Yeah, yeah, you can come in. He's like, what's your number? And I was like, six. <laughs> and I was like, 
<laughs> and then he was like, nah, you can't come in. <laughs> I was like, I don't fucking care. I didn't want to go in there right. anyway. <laughs> that's, that's funny as shit. Like, I, I don't know. I think when I started, like, working out and shit, like, I started taking people less serious. Like, because, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm bigger than everybody at this point. Like, nobody's going to fucking do anything to me. Do you kind of feel the same way? Yeah. I mean, another story, college. I was, I had a... My friend gave me his, his beat headphones and like I would wear them like at night, like coming home from studying or whatever. And this girl who lived below us was like, do not wear those at night. Like you will get robbed. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to walk <laughs> two miles that way wearing these Dre, these Dre beats on. So I had these on. And every motherfucker that walked by me, I was like, yeah, I dare you. I dare you to take these headphones. I'm ready. I'm ready. And I come back. I'm like, ha, she told you. Right. And absolutely nobody that walked by gave a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and if they looked at me, they're like, what the fuck did I do? Yeah, even if they have a gun, bro, they're going to think twice. They're like, that's a big motherfucker. Like, he yeah. Well, I hope so. Empty the whole fucking clip to get him to stop moving. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody want to take that risk. No. That's funny as shit. There was a gun story in college. This guy. <laughs> All right, last one, last college one, last stories. one, last one. <laughs> you lived so, a wild-ass college life. I just finished up at this party, and I'm walking to Crown Chicken, because every every weekend, I got to get some Crown Chicken. You got to get the fix. That shit that every day now. Like, Oh, yeah. So there was this kid on the ground, like, literally like, bleeding, like, Drinking his blood, like looked like he was dying, and I was like, "Dude, what the fuck happened to him?" And his friend was like, "Dude, he tried like selling these people meth, and like they just beat the shit out of him." And I was like, "Oh fuck!" So I called the ambulance. And they came, and then I was like, "All right, I'm going to Crown Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> He's safe. His life is safe. I'm good." I go into Crown Chicken. His his other friend comes in, like. Who the fuck did that to my friend? I'm gonna shoot up this whole place. I'm, like, I'm sitting there like waiting for my chicken. Yeah. And I go, I walk over to him, I put my arm on his shoulder. I'm like, oh brother, you want some chicken? <laughs> <laughs> you want some ice cream? Like something, whatever. And he walked away, but all my friends were like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? I'm like, hey, look the fucking goofy as hell. He didn't look like he was gonna shoot anybody. Right. <laughs> Call his bluff right away. You want some chicken? <laughs> some ice cream? Nah, that fucking uh, arm on the shoulder shit probably reminded him of Bane when he said, uh, you think this gives you power? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, this is a big motherfucker. Hey, look, I'm going to get out of yeah, here. On second thought, I ain't going to shoot shit. Y'all have a nice Young day. Young and dumb, man. Ugh. Nah, I've done some a lot of dumb shit as a kid, but I ain't never fucking hug a, hug a robber or a murderer. No, I don't think he murdered anybody. I don't even think he had a gun, but he he, <laughs> he said his yeah. hand in his, in his <laughs> yeah. jacket. No, he didn't. He didn't have a gun in his hand. He didn't like nothing was visible. I think he was just saying that to like no. see if anyone in the Crown Chicken beat up his friend and would admit to it to his face. After and then saying, after saying he's going to shoot up yeah. the place, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy right here did it. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Give me, I'm going to start working out again. I'm like super fucking inconsistent. Give me your three top like tips on getting bigger. Cause that's what I, that's all I care about. Specifically so, for my legs, but I'm going to get my whole fucking body bigger. 
So tips, find your caloric maintenance. What the fuck does that even mean? So the amount of food it takes you to maintain your weight. Okay. Find that and then eat How do you above that. that. Yeah. So it's a little bit of, you know, testing. So you got to track your food and you got to just weigh yourself consistently. Okay. And when you kind of have an average weight throughout the week where your weight stays the same, and you're eating consistently, you'd be like, all right, that's my maintenance. Gotcha. And if you're trying to gain weight, get bigger, you need to eat above your maintenance. Okay. Start with like 250 calories. That's from what I've read about the leanest gains you can get is about 250 calories above maintenance. Okay. Um, you'll gain. You'll be looking to gain about two pounds a month. At that 500 calories is a little bit more aggressive. You'll gain a little bit more fat. You might gain a little bit more muscle as well. Um, and that'll be about four pounds, like a pound a week. Um, so that's first tip. Second tip is to just find exercises that, you know, really work for you. So if, you know, bench press hurts your shoulders. It does. Is probably not gonna build your chest. You find find a hammer press. It hurts a lot of people's shoulders because okay. a lot of people don't know how to bench. And properly. you look like the kind of guy who's like hurt. a bitch. <laughs> that's what I, say. I look like a bitch. <laughs> so find a chest machine that you really feel your chest. You get a sick pump. You get pretty sore from it, and just do that. Okay. And don't switch too often. Like progress that boom, 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 and then when it kind of gets like stale and you feel like you kind of stall. You could maybe switch it out for something else or move it down the exercise order. Um, so that's tip number two. Find the right exercises for you. Tip number three. Don't get a so. coach. Okay. I like that. I don't yeah. know, I'm a yeah, good coach. Yeah. Know. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, get a coach at an Endeavor Gym. Where is that located, by the way? So that is at 301 West Baltimore Pike in Clifton Heights. It is in a little strip mall with a beer distributor, a <laughs> Metro PCS, a salon, I believe, and a Boost Mobile. Wow. So a lot of burner phones going on in that parking lot. <laughs> Alcohol and burner phones. I feel like that's a good plan. And then us on the end. We haven't got our sign yet, so it'll say barbershop. But come on by. <laughs> we got shit in there. And... We could get you right. And what's your plans? Like, what do you, you said, uh, I think you emailed me, was that 100 a month? Like, what do you, yeah. what do you offer? Yeah, so <clears throat> we have our most basic plan is $100 a month. You get just like a general workout plan that me and the other owner put together. And that's no coaching, but you get gym access, the program, so you can either choose to do it or not. Yeah. Um, the next up is coaching, 150 a month. So that is a individualized plan for that person. You get coaching, which basically entails that if you're in the gym, one of us will be there, and we will kind of supervise you without actually, without it being personal training. Yeah. So personal training, like that's your hour. Like, I'm changing your weights. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Like, and that works really well. Coaching is like, I'm over here. You're over there. And then I might walk by if you're doing a set. 
and just kind of like give you some feedback and like tell you what weights to put on, kind of stuff like that. Okay. And then we have small group classes where that's two hundred a month, and that'll be just kind of three days a week. And the goal of those classes is to basically teach people how to train so that eventually, because $200 is a lot, that eventually those people will filter into the coaching and they'll be spending a little bit less money. They feel like that maybe they don't need to do the group classes because, you know, it's catered to the class, it's not yeah. catered to the individual. Yeah. And then they can kind of come on their own schedule, their own time. And ultimately that's what we want. We, we want people where if our gym closes or if I leave, I die or the other guy dies, that they know how to go into a gym. They could go to any gym in the country and they've learned how to train mm -hmm. and how to work for their goals. So that's ultimately our goal. Awesome. And it's uh, 24 hours, right? So it's not currently set up for 24 hours, but we planning on are going to outfit the door where with key fobs and stuff like that so yeah, that you good. can come 24 hours mm. well john it's been awesome talking to you george and i are clearly two pussies today because you just tapped through the whole goddamn episode and we ain't tell you to stop <laughs> but it's all good because george is gonna have to edit it out now oh so. uh, no i think it adds uh, character <laughs> 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 meanwhile fast forward to me at 5 a.m i didn't i just tell him to fucking stop tapping on the <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, are you on social media I am. Or so people follow you. One more tap. My personal page One for the road. <laughs> is Gold Locks, G O L D L O K Z. Mm -hmm. And then my gym page, I believe it is just Endeavor Gym. Yes, Endeavor Gym, E N D V R G Y M. Love it. Well, awesome. Thanks, John, for coming through to the Man Cave podcast. Yep, Clearly, he's a professional. He yeah. knows what he's talking about. He so does. if you guys are uh, in the area, you're looking to get good. Uh, and working out. That's a lot. I liked it though. And uh, you know, bettering yourself. That's so I fully good. expect you two brothers to swing on by, Definitely get on one of these plans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not far from my house, so that works. Yeah. It's like I looked at it, it was like ten minutes. Yeah. Right. You want to drop your address while you have it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go one, two, three. Fuck yourself, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been dodging me the past couple years. He's like, well, where are you? Where are you at? Where are you at? Blah blah blah. blah. I'm like yeah, now, now I got a you gym. You were in Fishtown. Now I got a gym, bro. I was like, dude, I got a kid. I can't, <laughs> I can't work forty hours and drive forty-five minutes to Fishtown. Work out for an hour and then drive forty-five minutes back. It's just like you gotta want it. My brother. wife is gonna be fucking <laughs> furious. You don't want it enough, man. <laughs> well, that's all for today, y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Peace.